0: On April 10th, the Indiana Graduate Workers Coalition, United Electrical Workers, opened a virtual strike authorization vote. The strike vote was tallied on Monday afternoon with 97.8% voting in favor of the strike. 1,031 total votes were cast with 1,008 voting in favor of striking. That means a strike will proceed on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. WFHB News volunteers spoke with several organizers behind the Indiana University Graduate Workers Coalition about their demands for better working conditions and lower fees.
1: Nora Weber, a fourth-year PhD student in sociology at Indiana University, gave some context behind why this is happening now. Weber explained how the Grad Workers Coalition came together, the reasons behind the looming strike, and how the movement has garnered support from students, faculty, and outside organizations. About three years ago, grad workers came together across campus and started having real meaningful conversations about what our conditions look like at IU. Many people at IU who are graduate workers have not seen pay increases in a decade. Departments haven't seen pay increases in a decade. And yet we've seen that the cost of living in Bloomington has gone up, continues to go up, and IU continues to charge us higher fees to do our work, particularly increased fees for international grad workers. And this amounts to us seeing not just a, a, a poor base quality of living, but also a real <laughs> decrease in the, in the quality of life that we're able to have as, as the conditions around us become more precarious. And this is a, an issue that ties into you know, the accessibility of higher education, of who's able to come to IU to pursue graduate work and graduate life and have access you know, to the opportunity to, to be here. So, so on those conversations and meetings, three years ago, that turned into the Indiana Graduate Workers Coalition. And what we represent is, is the work that we do at Indiana University. Many people know that we already have a grad and professional student government, which represents us as students. And we are proud to have the endorsement of the graduate professional student government of the coalition as the body that represents us as, as workers on campus as well. And the work that grad workers do across campus really is central to the daily functioning of IU. We teach more than a thousand courses on campus. In addition, we do grading, we do office hours, we run labs, we run studios, we mentor students in all kinds of ways. And grad workers enjoy this. You know, we, we love our work. We are committed to doing really high quality work. We also believe that we shouldn't be having to take out loans and choose between. Uh, just to cover basic needs. We shouldn't be having to take on three extra side jobs just to cover food and rent. We shouldn't, you know, have to be in this situation of precarity every single month as things around us get worse. And as we see the IU administration continue to pour resources into other parts of, of the university, but not us as workers. And so last fall and last summer, The Indiana Grad Workers Coalition started collecting signatures of union cards to indicate whether we would like to be represented collectively. And as of right now, we have almost 1,800 out of 2,500, which is a supermajority of union cards signed. So that is an overwhelming majority of Indiana graduate workers who would like to be represented collectively and bargain collectively with the university it's a really powerful statement and we see this as you know a solidarity among the grad workers on campus and also a recognition that our strength on campus and our position on campus is stronger when we act together unfortunately the university's response to to this the whole time has been to ignore us they've said you know we'll we'll make some changes but when we've pressed them it's been very very minimal changes and only after we organized and the response to we presented the union cards to them in december And they didn't give us a response. Or they said, you know, you're you're students, you're not workers, and we won't recognize your union. So we're headed towards a strike right now because we have given the IU administration, again, three years of opportunities to improve our conditions meaningfully, to make a real commitment to graduate education at IU, to make IU more accessible, to make IU more livable. And they have refused to come to the table with us. And so... When we vote on a strike, this represents sort of the culmination of these three years of conversations and us saying, you know, we've tried all of our other options. And so this is, this is where we are now. And it's a really powerful moment. And it's something that we see happening across the U.S. at higher education, you know, around the country, that graduate workers are coming together and saying, we're workers, we do work, we deserve to have a dignified life on this campus. Just as a final note, we're super, super proud to have the support of so many members Of the IU community, of the Bloomington community, and of the broader state um, community that includes, you know, more than 450 faculty, more than 640 undergraduates have all signed on pledges of neutrality, pledges of support. Uh, We have endorsements from again both the IU student government, which represents both graduates and undergraduates, but largely the undergraduates, the support of the graduate and professional student government, and the you know broad support from other groups around campus. In addition, we have support from the AFL-CIO of Southern Indiana and the CWA and American Association of University Professors. So we're really proud to have all this overwhelming support and all this agreement that is is calling on us to have better conditions at IU, uh, a better distribution of the resources that IU has uh, to really ensure that the future of IU is one that is focused on education and focused on ensuring a dignified quality of life for everyone who works here.
0: Elizabeth Williams, a fifth-year student in philosophy at IU, discussed low wages and the high cost of living in Bloomington. Williams says she has to work three jobs to make ends meet. She walked through how her experience informs her, calls for better wages at the university.
2: I'm Elizabeth Williams. I am a fifth-year student in the philosophy PhD program. And I'd like to talk a little bit about how much money we actually make and how much money it actually costs to live in Bloomington. So according to the MIT living wage calculator, the living wage for a single adult with no children is $23,665. That is about $5,000 over the new minimum wage for College of Arts and Sciences students, which is starting at around $18,000. People in other departments do not often make as much money. So people in the Jacobs School of Music, for instance, some folks are living on, say, $10,000 stipends. Obviously, since we don't make enough money to live on, a lot of us have to take on second, third, fourth jobs. In my own case, I have had to get a lot of parental help. So my parents pay for a lot of my fees. They pay for my car insurance. They pay for my phone. And I would love to be able to actually support myself. On top of all that parental help, I am also working three extra jobs this year. And a lot of the friends that I know who haven't had that same kind of support from their parents are having to take out loans. Every single year, they're in the red. A lot of other folks take second jobs. Some of my friends have forgotten medical treatment because they don't make enough money. Others, uh, like one of my friends has... Some of his friends Venmo him money every month just for food. And it's honestly pretty humiliating to have to continue to live in this position where we don't make enough money to live on. And we're here for, you know, five, six years. So if that's the case, every single year, every single year we're going more and more into the hole or we're having to do more and more to make up for how much living costs are. And also, you know, with rising inflation, rising housing costs, even though we've had these recent raises from the College of Arts and Sciences in response to our organizing, that's good, but it barely makes a dent in the actual problem and disparities there.
1: Annalise Kane, a second-year MFA student studying playwriting at IU's theater department, discussed her experiences as a graduate student and why she joined the Graduate Workers Coalition. Kane also explained how she believes the strike would benefit all students and faculty at the university.
3: My name is Annalise Kane. I'm a second year MFA in playwriting in the theater department. And I'm very excited to go on strike because my working conditions are horrid. Uh, I work two jobs for the university. I teach intro to playwriting and I TA for theater history. um, And I only get paid $15,000 a year, along with $700 worth of fees that I pay back to the university each semester. When I first came to IU, I was awarded a second fellowship for my accolades before coming to the university, but all of that went to fees. I never saw a penny of it. Um, I've also been very excited about the support that I've gotten from the students when I've been talking about going on strike. They are also equally dumbfounded with our working conditions. Uh, As one student told me, uh, give them hell. (laughs) Uh, When I spoke to them about it, I was particularly excited to talk about all of these students as I've found a lot of Uh, goodwill and excitement around change in the university happening. Something that we're told a lot in different academic institutions as students is to be better self-advocates. And I think this is a perfect example of what uh, the zenith of that self-advocacy could look like. And although this is going to improve working conditions for the grad workers specifically, this also provides an opportunity for undergrads, and faculty to have more access to the university's resources. I can speak to the the theater faculty in particular. They've been fighting for better wages for us for years now, and the university hasn't budged. The way I see it, better working conditions for the grad workers means better learning conditions for the students. That gives us more time to prep for our courses, more time to grade, especially in the arts, the more time for the precious like wondering and wandering you need to be a creative human being.
0: When organizers spoke on condition of anonymity, they discussed why they believe workers need a union. They complained about how salaries are not enough to make a living in Monroe County and that a union helps to hold the university accountable in this regard.
4: Of course, there's many graduate workers in a number of departments who this does not apply to, and it still is not sufficient salary to cover the cost of living for Monroe County. But it highlights a really crucial fact about the necessity of a union for graduate workers. Firstly, a number of folks have talked about the university already willing to offer some sort of financial assistance in the wake of our union effort, in the wake of our announcement of a strike. While these raises will significantly benefit our well-being, um, and help us pay for basic living necessities, such as rent and uh, groceries and utilities and all the rest of it. It highlights the fact that while the, the economic demands that we have are certainly crucial and really, really important, graduate workers need a union in order to hold the university itself accountable, in order to ensure that additional groups uh, around the university and around the community that surrounds IU are also in the process of decision making. While the university has offered us raises today, there's no guarantee that tomorrow they'll take them away uh, and further pad their already heightened uh, salaries that administrators take home uh, every passing year. So a union gives us the opportunity to ensure that we have a seat at the table, that we are in a constant uh, relationship with the university with the rights and obligations to bargain with them over economic concerns, but also concerns of, as they call it, shared governance, where we can play a role in making decisions that shape and affect our lives. We can advocate for ourselves on our own terms and not on the terms of the university. And so a union provides us with that power and with that persistence of that power.
1: The strike will begin at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, and an undergraduate student walkout will take place at noon. The strike will continue until Friday, April 15th. WFHB News will continue to provide field reporting and interviews with demonstrators about the strike throughout the week.